first of all, thank you for all the help that you've given us, all of you, the Sangha and our wider community, helping us with everything. Participation financially. Please continue if you can to help us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The confusion, you know, that stuff that comes up that you're confused about, you're not sure. Should I? Should I? Confuse uh, alternating. Uh, disagreeing thoughts about the nature of everything, conflicting emotions, sometimes that's called. Uh, I want this, but I but I should should I should do that. Shouldn't I do that? Maybe I should. Who can I check with? Probably nobody. So you need to look at the confusion and you can't just casually look at it like you're confused because what the thinking mind will do is flip back and forth with judgment stories. You'll lay a story on this. Well, if I did this and this and this and this would happen. No, it won't. If I did this, if I don't do this and that and that. No, no, it won't. You have no guarantee of anything. You have no control. Capital C, capital N. You have no control. That's an illusion that you or I or anyone is buying into that causes your, your consciousness in a particular area of the, con of the consciousness called the seventh consciousness by the Yogacharans that doubles up into a knot. Ego, ego, demand. I, got, I, have, I deserve this. I want this. I want control. I want it to show up this way. And I'm going to what? Fight for it. Tiring, isn't it? Very tiring. But the important thing to do, I think, and not, not that this is the only way, but the way this, the, I understand these teachings, having studied them for quite a long time and practiced a long time, I see these as a way to fundamentally, that you personally, you yourself, you don't have to believe in Buddhism or anything, but you, with your consciousness, you can sit down. It breaks my heart to see how this is ignored. And there's very few people saying what I'm saying right now. You need to see who this is. Not this guy, but yourself. See who you are. So you have no doubts about anything. You understand deeply the nature of consciousness and the nature of your own mind. Yourself. You understand it. <clears throat> this is the truth of the Buddha's Dharma as this old man sees it. And I am completely confident. I'm so confident about this that I don't care what you do. Because I know what this is. And if you jump up and run out and go in another direction and build an empire somewhere, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because anything you build is coming apart. Anything you create is coming apart. Anything you think up is collapsing coming because it is dependently arisen and is based on the fundamental teachings of this awareness practice that is Pratitya uh, Samapada or dependent origination, or there are no two things anywhere. Another way of talking about it. And I'm not saying we're all one. That's ego language. We're not all one. We are not separate. But look at, this is a way to do it, not the only way. Sit down, hold still. Shikantaza, just precisely this. Sit down, hold still, and just observe what happens in the mind stream. And if you can, refrain from adding to it. Refrain from your commentary. 
just watch the play on the stage. Don't jump up on the stage and try to conduct the whole thing. Watch the way your mind begins to disagree, agree, or ignore. Sit in the front row is the image I often use and watch what occurs. Just be an observer. You have no say-so about that stage, about that play, about the director, about the best boy. You have no say-so about, about the lighting. None. But it looks like you do. It looks like we do. Illusion, it's an illusion. And of course, if you get up and move it around, the illusion will go along with you. It will change this way. It makes it even worse. It makes the play even more complicated. It, 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 would, it would embarrass Shakespeare because you're so good at making up stuff. It's just that you might not be quite the artist that he was. So how is, how is the confusion or how is that an awakening? How is that? It's just that to look at the confusion, you eventually see through the confusion and you see that you see the fundamental nature of who you are and what this is, that it is not separate. And when you do that, then all the confusion uh, is seen as just not being separate from anything. You see the entirety, but you need to look at that which appears as something else for a while and receive it, receive it, receive it. No comment. Receive it. Painful. Difficult because it looks like your karma. It looks like your the jagged edges of your mind stream showing up as the very story, various stories that you have about who you are, where you're going, how you were treated, how you're going to treat somebody else, right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, the whole menagerie of otherness. Excuse me, there is no one else. I don't believe a word I say. But if you're listening to me, you could consider it. I'm just saying consider it. But if you believe it, then you're 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 covering up your own Buddha nature. Don't believe anything. Don't disbelieve anything. And certainly, don't ignore it. Just look at it. Receive it. The world is presenting itself to you, the consciousness, presenting it to you, to itself to you in, in its pristine purity. It is already completely, utterly, and totally perfect. You need to see it, but you're not going to see it by looking for some kind of artificial conceptual purity somewhere. You will only see it by looking right into the forest, right into what? The twining vines that we studied, Dogen's teaching of twining vines. We look right into the twining vines. Look at the chaos. Rather than looking at the chaos and then finding out who's causing, what's causing it. If this would stop and they would stop doing this, then I wouldn't have all these terrible feelings. Bullshit. Don't bullshit yourself. See what this is. It's painful. Or it can be. Some people might even say, listen to that and say, isn't that painful to me? Well, maybe you should sit on your butt and face the wall for a, a few years. 10 or 15. Maybe 20. Maybe 30. Sit down, hold still, and insist on seeing this. Have the intention to see what is true yourself. Yourself. You see it. You can do that. It will take a long time. 
I'm completely devoted, dedicated, and highly motivated to help you see this. There's not much in this for me. And if there is, I probably won't be around to collect it or see how famous I become. Not concerned with that. But I, what I am concerned with is, are you, are you getting this message? I will know by the, the nature of the questions you ask me. I will know if, if you're understanding what it is I'm saying in a direct and deep way. Yeah, you. You, Dow. Oh, yeah, I forgot the last part of that. Yeah, you, Dow. Go ahead. You said confusion and wisdom, I think, arise together. Yes. And then you just said that you see through the confusion. It's a way of talking about it. What I'm encouraging you to do is whatever arises in the mind stream, no matter how many tangled knots or vines, uh, twining vines, twisted vines, no matter how many there are, how they look, just look at them, just receive them. Just smell them, just taste them, just hear them. It can show up in any of them, any of any area of the mind stream. Think them. Whatever thoughts arise, just observe them. Don't take negative thoughts and push them away. Don't take negative thoughts and look somewhere else and justify. The reason I'm feeling this way is because what she said, he said, they said. Not that that didn't happen relatively. It could have happened relatively. But this is a spiritual path. This is a path of transcendence. This is a path of realization. And it is not a path of, of finding out who's right and who's wrong and who's doing the right thing and who's doing the wrong thing. Of course, people are screwing up all over the place and misunderstanding and maybe poking, poking at you for no reason, as the saying goes. But don't do it. Don't buy into that. Liberate yourself by looking at the prison. Look at, liberate yourself by looking at the, the warp and woof of samsara, the warp and move of, of your prison, of how you're, you, you created these things. Maybe not in this lifetime. More? Does confusion become transparent? That's a way of talking about it. But uh, the reason I don't immediately say yes is that it's going to show up differently for different people. Some people won't, will just see the opacity of it. They'll just see that it's, it's, it's like a block, but then they'll see that the block is unreal. So a way of talking about that is to say transparent, but it may not, you may not be able to see through it, but by seeing that you will see that what was mentioned earlier is wisdom and craziness or confusion arise together. It's coemergence. That's a traditional term for that or a phrase or description. They, they come out together. You see that you no longer are, are at war with anything, but you see that awakening and confusion are not two different things. That's what, but you need to see the, instead of search for awakening, you need to see the illusion. You need to transcend this world, and this world is uh, is uh, driven by passion, aggression, ignorance, right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, war and peace. And it, as you, I don't need to point anything out. 
just look around you can see the craziness that's all over the place where people are right and the other people are wrong and we go after our enemies and all of that starting out in the in our own house in our own families yeah. go ahead sir Audrey Bowling does what arises in the mind also arises outside the mind same time Yes. Does what we think do what we think in our mind stream that arises in our mind stream and we grasp it and produce produce and have a storyline and make a storyline. Does that storyline arise and manifest in the material life that we this material illusion that we call life? It could. Do you elaborate more on that? Please? No. I don't elaborate. Further questions? In here. Um, today in the Dogen reading, um, it we talked about twining binds, and there was a reference to Twining binds being both the proliferation of confusion as well as the relationship between the teacher and the student. Yes. In contemplating that, it seems like both are imperceptible, both are intimate. What, how are the relationship with the between the teacher and the student like the proliferation of confusion? Um, because you you don't know who the teacher is. You're drawn to the teaching and the teacher and the community. But you, you don't really know what that is. They look like separate things. Well, so that the relationship with the teacher is is like confusion because we cannot can see be. the teacher, cannot see that relationship by. Yes. Looks like the teacher's over there. The teacher's inside of you. In the sense, hmm? about, so then the same thing with confusion. Uh, that we're, it's so intimate, it's difficult to see, it's... It is. Shows up in the community also. You can't... The, the interesting thing about it is that wherever you look, uh, you see otherness or see confusion. But if you're in, uh, if you're practicing in the context and the, with the idea of the Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha, all three of these will will become mirror-like to you, but you won't know it's mirror-like uh, if you think it's wrong or it shouldn't be that way, or some if you fight with the whole thing. So all of them are show up as uh, mirror-like, showing you your own nature, and the the difficulty there is that your own nature uh, may be covered up by a lot of Twining vines for a lot of uh, um, collages of otherness. 
a lot of stories about this and about that. And those may come back to you in the form of other people or or the Dharma or the teacher. How does that point to not separate, that metaphor of twining binds? If you're a practitioner and if you're dedicated to this path, then you continue to look at that no matter how it feels. You're not dissuaded by uh, the conclusions that might, the stories that might come up in your mind. You continue to look at them. Continue to receive them. And the way it points, the way it points to that is uh, maybe below the surface of your conclusion about the teacher, your conclusion about the, the Dharma, your con con conclusion about uh, the Sangha, the community. Just look at those conclusions. Don't use those to run away. Don't use those. People do this occasionally. Don't run anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Continue practice. As it said in the teachings, practice like your hair is on fire. Because it is. Just an image to say, time's running out. You were brought into this realm by whatever, whatever, uh, A free and well favored, whatever karma brought you here. Now that you're here, practice, practice. Very few people are doing this. Very few people are actually sitting down in front of a wall and training their mind to see what is fundamentally the truth. And it's it is supported in this particular context because of this person and several other people that have gotten together to form this monastery and this teaching dynamic that's now going all over the technology we call Zoom so that people at a distance can participate. Please, just practice it. It may be very, very disappointing as you go along. <clears throat> and the final disappointment, as is said by my teacher, Jungpa Rinpoche, is <laughs> awakening itself is disappointing. But it's not actually disappointing in the in the conventional sense of, of losing something. It's in the sense of gaining everything. It's called Buddha nature. And you can see this, but you can't if you continue to pick and choose and fight and lose and go on and on and on with your life trying to searching for some kind of otherness, other, some kind of success story. Don't do it. It seems like that metaphor points in the way you're talking points to uh, an intimacy of both confusion and buddha nature that they're that we're just not separate from they're not they're not separate yes but we have to look at that at the separation at the feeling that it's separate that's something else we have to look at the separation we have to look at the twining vines of warp and woof of of uh relative truth and see that stitching this way and this way and this way that create a, an incredible um, um, blind or a shield or a protection or a wall that it says in the Diamond Sutra without walls of the mind. You have to look at the walls in order for them to come apart. 
And you have to look at them without adding, subtracting, or dividing, without running away, without running into it, without ignoring it. Those are the three basic ways this is described. More? It seems like both are imperceptible. The proliferation of the confusion and the relationship with the teacher. Seeing the teacher, we can't see who the teacher actually is. It's Eventually, this is called, uh, it was brought up earlier, the meeting of the mind with the teacher, the mind of the teacher and the student come together. They don't actually meet. I wouldn't say it that way. I'll say that they're not separate. If you see that, then you, you're not just not separate from, your, from, from consciousness only. Because all the teacher is, if, if it's a true teacher, the, the, there's just consciousness there. There's no personhood. Not, not saying there isn't a personality that shows up was this way or that way or so on, but, but it, it is not substantial and real. And the person who has realized uh, sees that too, and they know that that's not who they are. But they may that may manifest in order to teach. But they're not concerned. They're not even concerned about the next day. There is no next day. So that person, without being too fancy about it, is uh, is in is beyond relative truth. Well, at the same time, they're standing right here, and they're they're living through the body, which is still alive. But the ending of the body doesn't terminate that who that is, that consciousness. How do I know that? I'm looking at it. I've been looking at it for some time. Spent a lot of time not knowing how to talk about it. More? Divine, can we see not separate before we see through the imperceptibility? Yes, you're looking at it now, but you're, there's a misunderstanding about it. You're leaving what you're seeing for what you think about it, rather than just seeing it. Because just seeing it doesn't include the, the ego as an identity, as a person, as, a, as someone who can get things right or get things wrong. Yeah? I'm aware of doing that right now, where I am... Adding? Adding. I'm searching for understanding. The kind of understanding you're looking for is relative understanding, which is totally valid. We have to have that or we can't have computers, clocks, walls, buildings, people, clothing. We can't that relative. That's the relative understanding. But when it comes to the spiritual path, it's not that it doesn't include that in some ways. And there are ways we could talk about it if you ask questions. But the funda fundamental understanding goes way beyond the relative right and wrong up and down. Back and forth, a needle, no needle, light, no light. What about how do we receive your teaching in a Dharma talk like this when we ask a question and we see ourselves looking for the understanding? Don't think about it. Just listen. Just receive. Just, it's just receiving. This is true with anybody. If you're sitting. Uh, up in up north uh, with your mom. If you're sitting down at the table with her and eating breakfast, which I know you did just recently, just listen to her, and don't jump away from what she's saying into into her uh, 
Christianity that she's involved with that actually helps her, helps her continue to live. Don't jump away from that and uh, she's wrong, she's incorrect, uh, how crazy she is. I'm not saying you're even thinking those things. I'm just saying, but there's some kind of a, a change rather than be, just receive that, receive that. You're not threatened by that anymore. Never were, really, but there might be a little bit of irritation happening there. Is there? No? Used, used to be, I would say. Okay, but not so much anymore. Would you attribute that to training your mind? And uh, our um, opening to more of a deeper relationship. Well, both of us are moving good. towards each other. Yeah, very good. And meeting meeting people where they're at is surprising how how that's not really threatening. You can actually just be with all things, including people who have uh, all kinds of different ideas about who they are and what the family's about and what you should be doing. And you, you know, like you shouldn't be here in a monastery because you should be. Uh, but practicing Roman Catholicism. Isn't that correct? Pardon me for using your personal life. More? Yes, sir. How can I see that the teacher is inside of me? Continue to look at the teachers that is in front of you. You don't have to generate some kind of a secret looking into the into yourself or see that just just receive the teacher that's in front of you your physical teacher that's sitting there smell taste touch sink not just the eyesight but just everything the room the sounds everything is speaking to you and saying not separate not separate not separate it's not separate it's not separate But those who believe that it's separate, separate will fight with everything and are willing to even, not you, but are willing to even hurt somebody in order to prove that they're separate and they're in control. We have it all over the world, this is happening. It's a terrible situation. And people try to go in and actually change that. It's like walking into a landslide, trying to stop the landslide rather than going to the source of the landslide, which is what? <laughs> Global warming. <laughs> Not global warming particularly, but go to this, go to the landslide in yourself and find how that starts, and look at that and see that that is uh, dependently risen. That you don't have to, you don't have to vote for that situation or push on it. You could actually just be present. More. Is the contrast point of that? What contrast? between the teacher and myself? Yes, the contrast is pointing to your belief in duality because it's intense. You sit and look at another person, it's an intense separation between you and the other person. Wouldn't you say? Pretty intense. It's so believable. When I say don't believe any anything, I know you can't help it, I can't help. But to be aware that part of your dynamic is believing in something, that that's what's, that's what's continuing to support that. When I say don't believe, as I said, you know, you can't help it, but you could look at the, the way in which you are controlled by belief. And so it's an area to work on. In other words, with the awareness, just be aware that you're doing that. And if you don't stop it, 
don't stop it. And if you don't uh, fluff it up or convince or tell a story about why it's okay to believe that because it's true, and you don't ignore it, then it starts to come apart because it needs the support of your consciousness, your dynamic of consciousness as a living being to push, pull, or shut down. And if it's not getting that, then it comes apart. And what comes apart, again, is a belief that you're a solid being so that you can liberate yourself, so that you, so that when this body-mind complex dies, <laughs> even before that, it will start to happen. You'll see that you're, uh, you're unreal. And you'll you'll begin to understand your true reality, which is beyond all of this. We're not we're not disowning, we're not getting rid of anything. Because it's an illusion. More. Neil Kabowing, we have several questions from YouTube. Go ahead. Adriana S says bowing what is refuge um, so refuge in the buddha the dharma and the sangha is a way of changing your materialistic outlook on life so that you can you're, you're kind of a maybe you can't leave home maybe you can't become a monk maybe you can't go move next door to a temple or a monastery or move into one but you can receive the refuge vow observe the refuge vow, which is refuge in, in the teacher, who is someone who is sane, who is not at war with anything, and who sees the truth, and is a guide or mentor for you on your path of awareness. And the Dharma is the truth that uh, the, uh, the truth of the teachings that, of course, here we would say the truth that the Buddha taught in so many ways. Possibly the teacher taught, and the community that are of people that have tuned into that and are, it resonates with them, and they are inspired by that and are trying to practice that, and that that is your your Kalyanamitra or spiritual friends that are they might be confused on a different level than you are, but since they're tuned into the same teaching, uh, pretty pretty good people to to spend time with. Sangha, and I like to present it the way we present it here. Uh, that I prefer is we study the Dharma together as a community, and include the teacher. And that way, you've got every day you have all three of those. Here you have the teacher, not those historical Buddha. I'm not saying that you have a teacher, hopefully a true teacher, and you have a Dharma like. Today at noon, we were studying the 13th century works of Dogen Zenji. And then we have a small community of 10, 12 people, or whatever it may be, who talk about this teaching, interact around it in a supportive way, not just particularly arguing about it, about it but trying to help each other understand that. Moka. Yoka Bowing, Thomas in the UK says, love you, Sokazan, wishing you fast healing. And then his question is, of all Dogen's writing, oops, I missed one. Uh, first question, if Zazen is a refuge, 
from obfuscation of the true self? What is the ego a refuge from and what persistent drive creates ego's gains? Uh, ego is driven by, uh, with the energy of the three poisons, of passion, aggression, and ignorance, is, is driven by fear. Fear of losing, fear of disappearing, uh, fear that someone will or something will come along and destroy that which we think we are. We think we are this body. We think we are this mind. And we are not. So, fear. And if you if you realize that the ego is unreal and the mind is unreal, then you're liberated and you are fearless. Doesn't mean fear won't show up, but it can't find anybody who's afraid. It's just fear. And you in this body mind still may still have to feel that. But you don't leave the fear for for some kind of personal threat. You you may even enjoy the fear on some level. <laughs> because you see it's like very much like watching uh reading Marvel comics. Yes, he has another um, in regards to Dogen. Yes. What do you think in the Shobogenzo is some of the most helpful? Uh, page 462, page 928, uh, page 13. And uh, I think with 28 to 48 is pretty good, that area. Anything in there. It's so different with each person. I mean, the, the one that's always puzzled me is, was it Uji? Time being. Your being time. It's just a, it just, I don't know how many times I've read that. And I still don't understand. But it does something in the mind stream. You read that, you contemplate that. And this is a translation out of the Japanese into, what, several different translations. But it's just an astonishing work that takes you because uh well it takes you into an area of the consciousness that that you can't find any kind of a support you can't find a you got a you got a wall you can't find a ladder you've got a you got a, a basement and you can't there's no steps going down but you see you see it's like you can't get to what he's talking about it's an astonishing it shows me how, how amazing his uh his understanding was that he Received a pointing out instructions from, from uh, what's his teacher's name? Rujing in China. He went to China. To, he couldn't apparently couldn't find a teacher in Japan, so he had to go to China to connect with the Kaodong uh, lineage, which is now Soto Zen. And I would say that would be a good one. Um, It's just they're they're all wonderful in, in different ways. So I, I would just say just uh, uh, read through it a few times, and then you come back and tell me what you think is best. Any more there? No. Okay, Andre. Andre Ballas. In a previous as it is Dharma talk. You spoke on consciousness takes form where it's needed. 
And in that question, somebody asked, he said, they asked about human beings. He said, yes, consciousness can take the form of a human being. You made additional answer. Your additional answer was consciousness with a plural can take the form of a human being. What's your question? My question is, what is consciousness taking the form of a human being? And how does that help us spiritually? Well, you're here, and this is the, this is the, you, you are rising in consciousness. Everything is rising in consciousness. There's a table, these are flowers. There's a carved image. And you're rising and everyone else is rising in consciousness. So you happen to have eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, mind. And so that whole structure is rising. And, and then consciousness, not only the you're rising in consciousness, but then a consciousness is, you could say, rising in you because you are consciousness. So you can actually, if you see that you're not actually the body, then you return to your original nature, which is consciousness only. You came out of consciousness as an individual relative structure, human form. Eyes, ears, ears, nose, tongue, body, mind, legs, knees. You have knees? Yes, you have knees. Um, hands. And, and it's, an, it's an illusion that you're, you're separate from everything else that arose in consciousness. But you're not, not separate from every, anything. You are this. You are this whether you're a living form. You are, you'll, you'll be this when you... When you pass, I can predict that when you die, that you will see in your consciousness that nothing happened. Good luck. Are, are you saying consciousness with this plural is like your arms, your eyes, your ears, or is it consciousness with a plural that's in your mind, like some people would describe as split personality? Split personality. What I said. What describes people? What describes? You say different. You say many consciousness. Many consciousness Good. can form in one human. They're not separate, but they separate. They're, they're, they're not separate. Fundamentally, not, everything. Nothing is separate from anything else. It just looks like it. That's the illusion part of it. Consciousness is having a hell of a good time with this. Is it? I don't. I don't care. It's a way of talking about it. It's. It's. It's showing up in all these different forms, and then it watches what happens. But there is no singularity called consciousness. There's just consciousness only. There is no otherness to it. You have to realize it, and, and it will not give you any proof. That's why it's so astonishing, and it's so difficult, and take, can take your whole life, if not many lifetimes, to realize what this is. If you realize it, you have no doubts. You are so certain of this that you're willing to die tomorrow. Not, because, not that you want to die. You're still here. You have friends. You have your mom. You have So there's things going on. But the fundamental understanding is you're not concerned with it. And not looking forward to that. There is no forward. There is no forward. It's just this. And it keeps showing up and showing up and showing up. More. Thank you. Are there any further questions? Come on, you guys. You got all these monks in here, and I don't have any questions. I got Jishin Bowing. Oh, Jishin, are you a monk? No. 
Not yet. Go ahead, Jishi. How do you meet somebody where they are when you discover that uh, that that person lied and manipulated you over years? Bang. Well, it's it's very situational, so I can't come up with a protocol for doing that. But I can say just just listen to them, and if it, if it's too difficult or or it just smarts too much, you know, if you can't do it, then do it. Just limit it. Uh, listen to them for three minutes, and then say, "Whoops, gotta go. Got got an appointment. Get away from them." If I'm if I'm following at all what it is that you're addressing there, am I? Uh, am I getting close to it? Or is there something else? Well, this is the situation which actually happened this afternoon. I okay. suddenly, I suddenly discovered that someone whom I've been helping for several years uh, lied to me, and this were this were pretty serious, important issues. Yes. And even when when I realized this and confronted, she kept lying. And hmm. uh, so for me, right now, it's a matter of. Uh, taking a position for the future in this relationship where I felt uh, I felt um, kind of extremely responsible for doing what I was doing for her. Um, and I feel I feel somehow um, lost in uh, approaching that situation. Uh, can't you just can't you just cut the ties with this person if the person has been lying and deceiving you? Uh, just don't go any further with it. Just end it. Stop, stop talking, stop communicating, stop, 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 stop. She'll get the, is it a she? Yes. Yeah, she'll get the message. But you, you don't have to go back and, and with any kind of punishment or a, a decree that her, I will never help you again, and how dare you do this to me, and all. Just be re respectful for her confusion. But this doesn't mean help her anymore. Stop. You ask me, I'm telling you. Well, my, my commitment was pretty deep, but but I think uh, I, I'm very grateful for what you just said. It, it, yeah. It's helping. No praise, no blame. So she's she's trying to live her, she's trying to be happy too. She just doesn't have a, a very good uh, structure for doing it. And it's it's based on taking advantage of other people, apparently to try to be happy because she's probably justifying that by all kinds of stories about how she's been mistreated and she has a right to do this to you because uh, you've, uh, you're better off than she is or who knows what, but don't go into that story area where she can apologize and she can tell you a bunch of things. Just, just uh, uh, cut, cut the ties. And if she does uh, uh, call you or, Send you send you a letter. Don't respond. If she calls you and you pick up and you have her on the phone, say say I hope you're doing good. Uh, can't talk now. No, don't, that would be the extent of what I would say to do that. Thank you. Um, I also have another question. Go ahead. Um, what is real, Bowing? What is real? Yes. That that which never changes, unchanging, unchanging. This is the the very name of the of the Tibetan practices. Is Vajrayana, 
Five drives, adamantine, the adamantine vehicle, unchangeable, cannot change. This doesn't mean you have to practice with uh, uh, with Tibetans. Uh, all the Buddhist lineages are lead to that indestructibility. It's un it's unborn, therefore it's unceasing. So it doesn't come into existence. This is what you're looking at when you're practicing uh, in this way, shikantaza. To see it yourself, so that you can see it. That's what's real. Thank you. So you are saying, are you saying that shikantaza is the practice to see what is real? It it is one of them. There there are other ones. The, the Tibetans have lots of practices to do that. The, the Japanese Chan Buddhists and the Theravadans. Theravadans are doing the same thing in a different way. It's a different kind of structure, much more conventional traditional and and is valuable. So I'm not saying what we do here is better than anybody. I'm just saying I don't teach those practices, just like I don't teach Tonglen. It doesn't mean it isn't a valuable practice as long as it's taught by a, a, a teacher who understands what that means. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. When you started your talk, you talked about how this is like a landslide. Yes. And then I think you said, I don't care what you do. It doesn't, it really doesn't matter. So is practicing bodhisattvas, how can our practice affect that landslide that we have no control over? It transcends the landslide. Landslide is relative stuff. And there is there are relative bodhicitta, relative bodhicitta practices, and there's all kinds of writings on it. I don't need to go into that. But it, it, it's it's addressing what we think is real and and finally seeing that is illusion that it is an illusion. It's ultimate bodhicitta, the practice of the bodhisattva. It's both. It depends on the particular bodhisattva. So you can read about that. If you have a specific, more specific question about it. Is there freedom in saying it doesn't really matter? I don't think that's a particularly good approach to it, because that's more of a, a dismissive kind of thing, which empowers a person who's dismissing to be somebody. Well, that doesn't matter. No, it matters. Everything ultimately matters. It matters because it's not separate. Uh, the path to that is to see that you're uh, the way i use it with the body is that you're not separate from what's happening in in uh asheville north carolina you're not sup you're not separate from what's happening you're separated so much you can't see it but you're also separated from the people behind you you can't see them but they're there so receive 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 and if you need to do something about this or that, then do it out of uh, kindness and consideration for the suffering that's going on around you. When you're bowing, in the scene of not separate, are the three poisons present, bowing? In the seeing of it? Yes. Oh, we are. They might not be particularly active. But there's there's something going on there. 
that energy is still there. It has been said, and I can't think of the teaching, but that those are transmuted into different forms of wisdom. You can see that if you look in the Buddha families. Welcome. Those are good. You just said that everything ultimately matters. Um, yeah. It's not separate. Do we have to consider that it matters to receive it and be responsible for it? I think it's, there's no um, standard for that, but a little bit. Just be the, the way I would talk about that is just say, be aware. Be aware of what's happening in your mind stream and be aware of what's happening around you. Be considerate about what's what people are saying or doing. That's what I would say about it. Do you have a more specific question? If an area, my, my work shows up as something that is hard for me to convince myself that the details of it matter. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that attitude is preventing me from being able to receive it and be responsible in it. It's a form of ignorance. I don't know if I would call it ignorance. What would you call it? What does it look like to you? What are you doing? What does it feel like when that happens? Avoidance. Huh? Avoidance. Well, that's that's ignorance. Avoiding. But watch the watch the avoidance and watch the aggression before you try to hammer at it or push at it or or blame someone for it, including yourself. Blame you like just to say, "Oh, there I go again." Don't do that. Be, be have have a, a little um, hesitate to use this word, but a little humility about it. You're not really in control of anything. You can actually lose. You can actually. You might feel when you do that, just just realize that you you're not you can't really stop that. You, you may have to have that come and go and come and go and come and go. You'll be okay. That's a good value. Seems like I'm watching myself do something or to respond in a patterned way like that. There is a subtle expectation that watching it is going to somehow shift it or make a difference. Is mm -hmm. that I think you said earlier that awareness, I've heard you say that awareness. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm not finding the right words. Anyway, does watch, does watching patterned behavior, if I could just watch it without doing anything about it, would that have some impact? Would that change anything? Don't be concerned with the changing it. Uh, it's it's the intention around it. it's not the not, not the outcome it's the outcome and we're we're right back into relative kind of manipulating things just just do it just do it just like when you when you prostrate to the altar when you sit down you just sit down you're just doing it you're just going to practice you're not looking for results you're not looking for a change in your mind stream and see if you're getting better you're just going to see what is true yourself going to practice shikantaza I can say more if you have it. Come ahead. Zuku Bang, is the intention in watching ourselves do something off the cushion the same as it is on the cushion? It can be. I mean, if it's still to see the truth or be with all things. No, just just intend, intend so that you're you're slowly 
lifting yourself above the warfare in the world without leaving it. You're still here. Gravity is still helping you walk. Can't walk without gravity. Is there a final? Yes, go ahead. bowing. When I'm irritated by other people's questions, what is that showing me? <laughs> okay, what she said, do you hear? When I'm irritated by other people's questions, my voice, not hers. Uh, what is that showing me? Anybody want to answer that? So that's a great question. <laughs> Let me think about it. So I know, but I I can't answer the question because I'm not you. So I don't know what it's showing you. But how would you could you ask another question in that direction? It'd be helpful. Anytime someone asks, is this or that dependently arisen? It irritates me because you've said a hundred times everything is dependently arisen. Yes. So if I'm getting irritated by that, am I not receiving something about the question? <laughs> and I'm Concerned that I might irritate you. <laughs> Let's see. How can I do this? Uh, respectful way. Huh? Well, I certainly understand what you're saying, and I, I don't feel that irritation when I because I know that. People need to hear this over and over and over again. You need to hear that anything that occurs, dependently with it's, it's just, it, it has a, the illusion is a separation, but the understanding is that it's, it, it is, it has no separation from everything else, but it, it's, a, it's a very intense, that sound from that kotsu moving from one side of the table to the other. It's so intense that we this happened, and, not, and that's where we get the illusion of time, because this is happening right now, clunk, and it wasn't happening a moment ago, and it was, and it's not happening right now. So, it, it, using this movement through space creates the illusion that this didn't happen, and now this happened, and so people ask about that over and over again because it's so. It's so obvious what I'm saying, but it's not obvious what it's actually pointing to because we're so convinced of that because we believe that these are our cheeks. This is my nose. These are our eyes. This is my forehead. This is my, these are my hands. There are other people sitting in here. It's so incredibly convincing that you actually have to see it. This is why we, why I say sit down, hold still, face the wall and see who you are, see what this is. And th this can come about. 
And some people aren't just aren't as don't have a, as good a memory as you do. <laughs> you see me? I'm looking around at everyone. Everyone's grinning. I mean, everyone's grinning. Even the screens that say Farid, <laughs> Sandy L, Cindy H, Greg B, Isaac, Brian Perry, Jen Wade, Mary Jean. Nicole, Nishikai, Maya, Susan, Hirschfield. Um, yeah, I think I got all. And then all the other ones, their faces are there, so I can see them. And there's 31 screens. In I think it's just, it's very simple. It's just, you know that, you've heard me say that. And you hear other people ask about it again and again and again. But you get irritated about a lot of things, don't you? <laughs> what other things? You ever get irritated about the garbage can being full? If it was full, I would be yes. Yeah, but you, you don't. It doesn't doesn't get very full because why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because that guy is not going to let that garbage can get full. <laughs> we know about that. What's his Dharma name? Inma. What's it mean? In dragon. It does? I thought it was distant. Isn't it distant? Did I get your name wrong? <laughs> 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 I thought it was private but, name is distant mountain. Oh, oh, it is. Huh? I don't know. I have to go look at it. You got your accent with you? Turn it around and let her read it. What does it say? Distant mountain, hidden dragon. Darn. I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting old. I am old. <laughs> So thank you. Thank you for the question. Any further question about that? I think anytime I get irritated, I feel like I need to make a project of it or I need to see deeper into it or something. So you don't you don't just just you don't have to cut it off either or stop it or don't do anything with just just look at it and and watch what it does if you don't push on it. Aggression. If you don't pull on it or passion or explain or add stories to it, and and if you don't turn away, ignore it, or distract yourself into something else, it starts to come apart. As Colvin said when he when he translated the, the the Heart Sutra, falling apart. It was his experience of the Heart Sutra is falling apart, falling apart, falling apart. Nothing to do. In other words, nothing to think, nothing to come up with, no guesswork. Just he was just what present. I met him. He was incredibly present. It frightened the hell out of me. But I wasn't able to experience the fright because I covered it up with my pride. And I look back at it now, it's heartbreaking to see what I did. Very embarrassing to me. Because I, I, had, a, I had a Dharma master sitting right in front of me. And I couldn't receive it because fear and fear and embarrassment now that I... I had so much pride that I 
I didn't need a teacher. I didn't need another teacher. I'm, I understand, but I didn't. And he, I was lucky enough to even meet that gentleman who was only two years older than me. Just received, just received, just received. <laughs> if there's one more class question, is there one more? We have the bowing. There was another one from Adriana. Adriana Bowling, is taking refuge the same as running away or hiding? Um, no, to receive refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha is actually gluing yourself to, to the teachings. I'm not recommending anyone does this. Don't do anything unless you have to. But what I am saying is, if, if you want this kind of help, which you may not, and you're fine just attending and listening. You can do whatever you want. There's no right or wrong here. But if you need to be more attached, you could say, just to help you practice, to, to, uh, for anyone who gets up in the morning and, and bows to the altar, it's not, it's not worshiping. It's, you have an altar that represents uh, a transcendental path, uh, a spiritual path. And you bow and you say, I take refuge in the Buddha, I take refuge in the Dharma, I take refuge in the, in the Sangha, and I take refuge in the teacher. And all you're doing is saying, if I'm, if I'm going to have any kind of reference point, which we all want reference points for our life, let's, let's, uh, let's try this, let's do this. But again, I say, don't do it unless you have to. In other words, if you're going back and forth, it's not time to make that kind of decision. Just don't 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 do anything. Just continue. You can continue to listen. Continue to meditate if that's what you're doing. You can do whatever you want. But to, but it is not running away. <laughs> it's uh, my understanding of it. Having done this for a long time, is it's just the opposite of running away. You're putting yourself in an area where you cannot turn away from the truth because the Buddha Dharma, the Buddha, twenty five hundred years ago realized something and what he realized was the the true nature of existence and non-existence life and death and he began to teach it and some people were interested in that and down through the centuries this has been passed on as a lineage and as if you listen to our morning service when we have it uh, that's what we do we recite that we prostrate to the altar and we recite that lineage, the whole lineage, including the, the lineage of women in all the different uh, orders and lineages, both uh, ancient Indian, uh, Chinese, Tibetan, Japanese, so on. So it's not running away. But again, it's up to you. Very good. Thank you. Hi, I'm Senshu, one of Sokuzan's monks. Sokuzan offers his wisdom tirelessly with complete love and devotion. If you value these teachings, Sokuzan, the mandala of Sokukoji, please consider donating at sokukoji.org. Thank you.